You're listening to The Local Beat, a podcast from 88.1 WKNC. The Local Beat is a weekly radio show featuring live, in-studio performances and interviews with local North Carolina musicians. The Local Beat is hosted by DJ What's-Her-Face and DJ Sparrow on Tuesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. Make sure to follow WKNC on SoundCloud at WKNC881 and on the Apple Store so that you never miss an episode. Enjoy. 88.1 WKNC. You are tuned into the local beat. I'm DJ Sparrow. By my side is DJ What's Her Face. And we have Taylor Turner from Noah Cross. What's up, y'all? The band here. He is one out of three band members. The only one who could get off early from work. So, you know, I'm just going to try to deal with this by myself as best as I can. So <laughs> Deal with it. I mean, I... <laughs> I mean, I guess what I say deal with it is that I have a problem with not being able to stop talking and then maybe can put my foot oh. in my mouth. Sue and John are usually good at, you know, cutting <laughs> me off. So okay. Sue's a talker. She is a talker. Yeah. I think Sue and I have fun conversations because we're constantly trying to talk over each other. So that's always fun. I like hanging out <laughs> with people like that. Oh my gosh, same. <laughs> yeah, I love Sue. Shout out to Sue if she's listening, but probably not she's at work. She told me to send her a text. She actually said still on for five, so she might be tuning in. If so, what's Ooh. up, Sue? Hey, Sue. So it's you, Sue, and John. Taylor, Sue, and John make up Noah Cross. Mm-hmm. What do each of you play? So um, I play guitar and sing, and then Sue plays bass and sings, and then John plays drums and sings. So we we all kind of do a little bit the same. We try to do some three-part harmonies and stuff like wow, that. Wow, you're all singing? Yeah, we're all singing a little bit. I'm I'm singing the majority of the stuff, but having their voices on top of it. And that's a lot of fun because it's really the first time I've been in a group where you have people trying to harmonize, which I've learned is a lot harder than initially thought. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I'm always so impressed by drummers who also sing while drumming. Mm-hmm. Just seems like a workout. For real. Yeah. I mean, the drumming's already a workout, and you have to think about singing. There's so much to think of. You got your two hands, you got your two feet, and then you got to sing on top of it. It's it's a lot to handle. <laughs> but then, you know, what the strange thing is, some people actually say it's easier to drum and sing at the same time than to do it separately. I remember, like, seeing um, an interview with Levon Helm of the band, and he said, I needed to sing while playing drums because it made him feel like he was more confident accenting the drums on each beat of this, oh. of his singing. But I guess it's an added layer of keeping time. Yeah, perhaps. But for me, it's it's difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's an added layer. So I'm like, what? <laughs> well, props to you, John, and also shout out to you. Hope work is going well. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he's listening in. I he might not be, but he's here in spirit. <laughs> so we got you in here today, particularly to promote a show coming up in just two days. Yeah, it's exciting. It's excited. So we're going to be playing at um, Emerge downtown. It's beneath the Whiskey Kitchen, if you know where that is. Um, got some great bands playing with us. We have Earther, some really good, um, I guess I'm really bad with genre tags, so I'm going to do my best to say. It's like emo, <laughs> like heavy emo alternative. And then we have my friend Sean Molman's band, Coastal Pines, which is laid back alternative. And then uh, Walter Stanley of now Frontside doing an acoustic set. Um, All of them are awesome acts. They have music online that you can check out if you'd like to. And it'll be great. Isn't Sean Molman also in, they just changed their name. Uh, Obsidian Darling. Yes. And yeah, they also have, I believe it's an EP release uh, April 19th. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So everyone. Props to them. Do you I, know where that's going to be? I'll look it up really quick. I believe it's Local Beer Local Band, actually. Oh. So at the poorhouse. Nice. Well, congrats to them. We've had Obsidian Darling come in back when they were paper dolls. Mm-hmm. Great folks. I really like that name. Somebody needs to steal that now. Which one, Paper Dolls? Yeah, now that, that it's available. I, I think what it was was like it was they changed it from what I heard was someone else had already had Paper Dolls, so they had to change it. But Oh, okay. But I could be wrong. That's just secondhand news. Yeah, I feel like Obsidian Darling matches their sound much more than Paper Dolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Because they have this kind of like grungy, like more dark sound. Mm-hmm. Obsidian's a rock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a dark black rock, mm-hmm. volcanic rock. Do you use obsidian in your research? No, I honestly know about it because of uh, what's that game called with the blocks? The ooh, we're talking about like the you got the pickaxe and you build up the blocks and it's this mm. like block world. See, I don't, I'm not recalling that one. Oh, I was going to say Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft. Yeah, okay. I know. There we about, go. I know there about go. obsidian <laughs> from Minecraft because if you pick down deep enough in Minecraft, you hit the obsidian rock. And I then, had uh, no idea you played Minecraft. Oh yeah, back in the day. I never Minecraft before. You know, it's really therapeutic. It's honestly a game that's accessible to anyone. Um, nice. It doesn't take much skill. It's good to know. I'll keep that in mind if I need to calm down one day. Just. <laughs> Been a couple of hours delving into Minecraft. I remember me, my brother, and a couple of his friends made this like massive ship. Mm-hmm. We just built a ship, and it yeah. was this. Um, it was really cool. I love that. So Minecraft is a blank canvas for you to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Absolutely. Well, moving on to why we're really here, and if you're just tuning in, we have one of the members of Noah Cross here. Holding his acoustic guitar. Yeah. Promoting a show Thursday night at Emerge, a pretty new venue. I've never been there before. Have you been there before? I have not. What's your face? I have not either. Have you been there before? I have. We've uh, I played a couple of shows there and gone seen some shows. I really like it. It's a nice laid back environment and it's different. Um, there's a lot of, it's more like an arts collective space rather than just a venue. So they have like a lot of workshops there. You want to do things like screen printing or, you know, I guess a similar thing of like wine and design. If you want to like go there and like do a painting and painting courses. And then they have a lot of local artist stuff on the walls. So that's cool. It's like you can go there, you know, check out some music and check out some local art as well as like they have. It seems like a place I think it's open during the day, too. And they have the sell coffee. So you can kind of work as like a coffee shop. And then there's like. A piano in there, acoustic guitar in there. So you can kind of be that person who just shows up, gets a cup of coffee, and just starts playing. Oh, so it's like open? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like wow. an open space. It's very cool. It's it's a different thing that you don't see. I don't know of many other places like it in Raleigh. Yeah, I feel like it just came out of nowhere. Like, all of a sudden, I was just seeing all these shows there mm-hmm. of, like, artists that I knew. Cool. Just check it out. Maybe I'll come by on Thursday. For sure, yeah. Thursday should be a good time, you know, if you're available, you know. Check check it out. Don't do whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do whatever you want to do. <laughs> um, so it seems like you are ready to start your yeah, first. Yeah, I can, I can play a couple songs. So um, let's see. This one is actually the first song I probably wrote in this tuning. And I wrote this, the majority of it, in college. So it's, I've had it for a while. Um, uh, I don't necessarily have a name. I'm going through renaming them. 
But this one was called when I was in college. Uh, I guess we're not kids anymore. Okay. So this is Taylor. Oh, gosh. I'm forgetting your last name, Taylor. I'm sorry. It's cool. Turner. Taylor Turner. Oh, that's yeah. Not, that's not hard to remember either. <laughs> Got the acronym name. And so are you playing songs that people can expect to hear on Thursday? Yes. I'll, um, I think most of these songs, except for maybe one, will be played on Thursday night. All right. Sounds good. Well, stay tuned. This is The Local Beat on 88.1 WKNC. Said and the damage is done. I won't be your shipwrecked son alone, alone. You tested me and the battle is won. As you reach for someone to show. That was beautiful, Taylor. Oh, thank you. Thank you for playing that. I appreciate it, y'all. I'm really impressed by those. What are those called when it's like ding? The harmonics? Oh, harmonics, right. Yeah, wow. I love harmonics, yeah. Oh my gosh, so pretty. I remember um, that was one of the things, like high schooler listening to Modest Mouse 
and I was just getting into playing music, and I like heard like my first maybe harmonics when I realized what it was. Like I need to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice job. So you're obviously playing a stripped down version of what the show on Thursday is going to sound like. Mm-hmm. So will you be playing? What you just played on an electric guitar? Yeah, so okay. that one will be played on electric. Um, so that will be on our upcoming album. Um, Everything imagined was all the same. And what? Yeah. Okay, you're being too casual about this. You guys <laughs> are coming out with an album. Is this, so this is your first album? It's our first album. It's in post production right now, so we're still like getting everything done. Um, and but luck- it's all recorded. Yeah, the majority is. We still got to do some vocal parts and everything like that, and then we might tinker with some extra guitar parts but it's convenient because i live in like the apartment complex right next door to john and sue so like recording is about as easy as possible i just literally walk about five minutes and i just go and do it in like their spare bedroom okay so it's a self-recorded album um so we recorded the like main instruments like the um drums main guitar and bass um with brett scott at b&b studios in chapel hill and then we got those tracks, and John's been mixing them, and then we're recording um, vocals and guitar, extra guitars in his spare bedroom in his apartment. So it's been nice because I can casually do the, the vocals, I feel like, when you're in a studio sometimes. At least my experience is I try to rush all the vocals out, and then I get nervous, and my vocals don't sound as good. So I, you know, John's and Sue are providing a very tranquil environment. She's always providing tea, making Aww. me very, feel very at home. Very it's nurturing. Very nice. It's a nurturing environment for sure. I bet. Well, nice job. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I don't know when it'll be out. Um, we were hoping to have it out around this t- the time of the show, but you know, life happens, and yeah. I I found that whenever you're working on an album, it takes a lot longer than you're expecting it to. Mm-hmm. You can't rush perfection. No, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, and Noah Cross is a new band. When did you guys? Uh, officially become Noah Cross? Um, so I guess our first show, I'm trying to think of the date here, but I, I want to say it was like sometime in September or October of last year. And um, I guess John and I had been playing together for a little bit over a year, and we had some songs, and me and him were getting together and arranging them. And um, we were playing with Logan Maxwell of Zephyranthes and Bacon Company. And, you know, he's plays in so many bands, and like, for us trying to get our schedules together, it just wasn't seeming to work out. And he kind of said, you know, he wasn't sure if he'd be able to do it. And um, we just had jam with Sue because John and Sue date, and it just happened to be like the perfect match. And I was like, yeah, this is Aww. this is it. We found a, found a bass player, and you know, she's great, and she can sing too. So we have like an extra dynamic of all three of us are singing, and um, you know, it's just a lot of fun. It's just a really laid back environment because it's just writing a song and then we put it together and John and Sue are really good at maybe putting the finishing touches on something. Mm -hmm. Um, As a songwriter, you kind of get stuck down. It's like, this is how I think it should be. But then you're not necessarily the right way to do it. So you have someone to give you a different point of view and actually it's better for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's nice. Sounds really organic. Mm -hmm. Nice. So why Noah Cross? What is that? Um, So... People have either thought one of two things. They think it's my name, and or they think like I'm religious, which I'm not very. Um, but it's actually a um, character name from the movie Chinatown, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh. And so I'd always, like, whenever I'm trying to think of band names, I'm really bad at coming up with band names. And so I always reference, like, movies because I'm a big movie buff. 
And since Chinatown was one of my favorite movies, I was like, you know what? I bet there's like a cool name or two in there. And so I was like looking through and I was like, oh, yeah, the villain's name is Noah Cross. It's like, that actually kind of sounds cool. And I just gave it to John and Sue. I was like, what do you think of this? And like, I like it. Maybe we can come up with a better name. And then like two weeks later, we're just like, no, we haven't come up with anything better. Let's just go with that. <laughs> yeah, I kept on saying Noah's Cross. Like mm-hmm. it was some sort of like Bible pun or something. Yeah. But I guess I was wrong. <laughs> Noah's Cross. I'm, I'm not that witty. <laughs> <laughs> so the villain. Yeah, he is. Um, so I could go into like describing. I always thought it was kind of cool why he has that name. But I don't want to ruin the movie for anyone because it's kind of. I mean, it's a pretty old movie. I feel like there, it's like kind of past it's that ni- point. Yeah, 1974. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, like no, the whole theme of Chinatown is Jack Nicholson is this private investigator who gets called in to investigate um, a man who believes um, his wife is believes is cheating on him. And then it turns out that was like a phony call. The man ends up getting murdered and he's just compelled to investigate this this case. And it's during, like, L.A. in, I believe, the 1950s. Um, it's a noir film. And, you know, the city's going through a drought. And it turns out that it leads back to this business tycoon named Noah Cross. And they've actually been siphoning off the water and, like, just having it run off into the ocean, causing the drought. Oh, um, what? In order to drive property value down in L.A. so they can buy up all the property and then develop themselves and make LA what they want it to be. Mm-hmm. And so I always thought it was cool because how I read it, his name is Noah Cross. So Noah in reference to the water and he's trying to play God. So he's oh, up on the cross. I see. And so he's this figure. I just thought it was a kind of cool thing. <laughs> and it just, it fit in with the music and I was tired of trying to think of a better band name. And so that's just what we stuck with. <laughs> so you th- is the music, kind of inspired by this movie at all not at all it's actually kind of odd that like the music <laughs> is very sincere and tender and then the, the the character is about as bad of a human being as you could possibly think of <laughs> yeah it sounds pretty <laughs> terrible yeah he's he's a bad man <laughs> but wow. great movie check it out sorry if i ruined it for anyone <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it's not ruined at all that was a pretty uh, quick summary mm-hmm. so. we're just doing the synopsis of of the character just mm-hmm. a quick character study mm-hmm. yeah right here so if you're just tuning in, this is WKNC, uh, the local beat. We are chatting with one of the members of Noah Cross, who will be playing a show this Thursday at Emerge at 8.30, along with Earther, Coastal Pines, and Walter Stanley of Frontside, formerly FS. Mm-hmm. Sweet band. All of them are sweet bands. I'm very excited about sharing the stage with them. Do you know why... They went from FS to Frontside? Um, I don't, but I know, I think it coincided around the time that they were in, sorry guys, if I'm speaking out of turn, because I don't actually know, but um, <laughs> I think that they were like, they went, signed with a label, and mm. the label might have wanted to change, and mm. isn't FS also like a shoe brand? Oh yeah, maybe. So I guess maybe they're worried about kind of search engine optimization, as yeah, they might say. I think looking up FS is like, hard, like it doesn't really, it's not an easy thing to look up. Mm-hmm. Just two letters. Yeah. FS, it's it's very vague, so it can maybe be hard. I like Frontside, too. I like FS. Band's awesome, yeah. regardless. It was also fun, though, because you would always ask... I would always ask them, what does FS stand for? And, like, other people would obviously ask them. And they, I, 
I feel like they would say different things like each time, just mm-hmm. like trick people. And they have a T-shirt design that says fork spoon on it. It has like oh. a fork and a spoon. I could get uh-huh. down with fork spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I for so I have that shirt, and I had it. I got it like four years ago or something, and I was convinced that FS stood for fork spoon. Dude, that is like the coolest T-shirt. I I want to see that shirt at some point. Yeah, it's like a baseball style shirt. You oh, know what I mean, even it's better. Like, like different colored sleeves and like trim. Baseball tees are awesome. I used to feel like I couldn't rock them, and then I just said, you know, <laughs> whatever. I'm going to do it because Honestly. they're that awesome. Yeah, who's holding you back? Mm-hmm, exactly. Only myself. Me. Just myself was holding myself. Oh, well, I was holding myself back. <laughs> I guess, sorry. I trying to word this properly. Myself <laughs> was holding myself back. That's good. Yeah, just trying to be deep really quick on the radio. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's allowed. <laughs> so, how about we play another, or you play yeah. another song? I can do another one. This one... Like the last one, don't really have a name for it. We're kind of, the album, I don't know if we're going to stick with this, but the album, I kind of wanted to have like a poem to read through all the song titles. So we're waiting till we have the track listening to do it. Oh. We'll see if that happens or not. But it was just an idea that I, I thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, we are currently, it's like called like the interlude because it's one of the shorter songs. Okay. Oop, sorry. <laughs> oh, it, my strings are out of tune. I bent them on the last one. Well, that's okay. We can distract. We just banter a little bit. For a second. Um, this is... Tell a joke, Sparrow. Tell a joke. Um, okay, so I, I got a good dad joke that I heard at a show one time. <laughs> All right, please. Um, why did the lifeguard not save the hippie? Hmm. Because he was too far out. Uh, <laughs> far out. That's and when so the lifeguard funny. swam out there, the hippie said, Namaste. Oh my gosh. And with that, I think I'm in tune. Let's try this again.
Thank you. Thank you. That was tentatively called Interlude. Yes. By Noah Cross. Uh, this is not Noah Crossing in front of me. This is Taylor, and he is frontman of Noah Cross along with Sue and John. Yep, yep. Awesome uh, peeps. Yeah, all of you guys, I'm assuming, are involved in other local mm-hmm. acts. How about um, we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so um, John, formerly of uh, Naked Naps, and then he also plays in um, a group called Trey Mars and the Kids Downtown. Mm-hmm. They just played last Thursday at um, Local Beer, Local Band. It's a really awesome, like, fun R&B kind of hip-hop stuff. Um, and that's always fun to see because I've got a lot of friends in that band. It's just them up there having fun and jamming. Does John play drums mm-hmm. there? Yeah, it's John's first show with them, so I know he's really excited about it. Wow. I don't know if Sue is in any other projects at this time. I know him and or her and John were in um, a group called Sticks and Bricks for a little bit of time. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I play in a couple of groups. So I play in a band called Atomic Buzz, mm. um, and we're like more kind of stoner punk. Just like <laughs> we're getting more proggy now. We've got a a new drummer, and it's been pushing uh, our boundaries of our musicianship, which is a lot of fun. Nice. Um, and then I play in a. I guess it'd be like a salty alternative band that's based in Wilmington called Reef Blower. And it's uh You're in a Wilmington band? Yeah, so I'm from Wilmington and like I go down there quite a bit to visit family and friends. Okay. And it just ends up like I start bands down there because <laughs> like I jam with people because that's what I normally do in my free time and then we're like, Well these we got some songs here, why don't we just like book some shows and kinda of play every now and then? Nice. What so, makes the band salty? Um we play like kind of like 
it's hard to explain. You have to hear, it, but it's like we have elements of surf rock, but we're not necessarily surf rockers. It's mainly the drum beat. So when I wrote material, was my friend Cyrus had just moved down from Chicago, and he was like in Wilmington. He was in a band up there, and he wasn't working on anything musically. So I really wanted to convince him to move to Raleigh. So I'm like, I'm going to write these songs that I think he would like to maybe convince him to move up here. Because if we have a project together, that's you know a perfect way. It's a bargaining chip. And um, and I was listening to a lot of Pavement at the time. So it kind of worked in with the Chicago alternative thing. So we had songs like that. They didn't sound like anything like what they eventually sounded like um, because we had our friend who's like a Wilmington lifer come in and play drums, and he just added that typical like surf beat. Like... And so, sorry. I don't know if the mics picked that up or not. So it would be something like this. If you've been, if you're from the beach or been to the beach, you know what beat I'm talking about. And um, and so it just kind of like did that, and he put like surfy beats over Chicago style alternative, and so just kind of how it went from there. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun. It's like really laid back. I mean, I'm playing minimal chords and just working more with textures. And everyone the band's much better than me, so I can kind of do less. <laughs> <laughs> just let them take over. Nice. <laughs> so I'm curious to hear about the music development process in Noah Cross. Yeah, it's um it's cool. It's songwriting is an interesting thing. It's different for everyone. And um for me it's like I either have it or I don't and I start feeling like really inspired for certain projects and I write a lot of songs um like in a quick period of time. And the best way I thing I actually did for my songwriting was I got a nice phone and that I can record myself when I'm just, like, messing around. Okay. And then so I'll, like, I'll be playing something, and I'll be like, okay, that's a nice riff, and I like going to this part and this part, so I'm going to record this because I know myself I'm going to forget it within <laughs> two hours, if not a short amount of time. And then I'll list, record it, and then I'll go back to it, maybe revisit later that night, and then I'll listen to it. I was like, okay, that's good, but I could change this part here, change this part here, and then make some adaptations and then usually I have like one phrase that I like to sing maybe as like a hook and that usually kind of stems the rest of the lyrics. Um, I try not, I'm kind of self-conscious about writing lyrics so I try not to put too much thought into it makes kind of like let them be determined by what that phrase is going to be and let it kind of come naturally and more so try to fit the lyrics into the melody rather than trying to fit lyrics into um, a melody, make a melody fit the lyrics. If that makes sense. Yeah. I kind of might switch myself around while saying that, but, um, and then usually what I have, like, I don't go to John and Sue until I have at least what I think is a song pretty much figured out. And then they help me kind of iron out the kinks and everything like that. Um, but there have been those couple of songs when we're like singing together and I'm just like playing a riff Mm -hmm. and then they're like, I like that Mm -hmm. let's just play on it. So for instance, we had like one of the more recent ones that I was just playing some like, I was just like I like to I like to diddle on on the guitar like while I'm just sitting there at band practice because I'm kind of ADD <laughs> and they're like actually I like that let's work on that and so <laughs> usually my trash riffs when I'm just kind of doing exercises turn into songs <laughs> so that's the other way it happens it's either like it's usually mostly figured out or we're just like on the spot writing which is a lot of fun both ways <laughs> um, and then there was one song that we have on the album that was really interesting. Um, and this was the first time I ever did this, was I had sent John a recording of me playing a song, and he took the song, and he just chopped up the pit, bits of, like, parts he liked, and he basically arranged it on the computer. Like the video? 
you know, or like I, I said, yeah, I sent him like an audio okay. file of me playing on my phone and acoustic, which is terrible recording quality. But he <laughs> took it and he like ran it through Ableton and it was basically like chopped up all the guitar parts and arranged the song in a different way that I would have never <laughs> thought to do it. And so like there's times when John legitimately like writes out guitar parts on the computer, gives me like a tablature, he's like, learn how to play this. <laughs> that's like, amazing. <laughs> so that's a that's a new thing for me. So that was like it took me a little bit to get the hang of it, but it's been very interesting. And like I said, it's fun having band members who push you into different directions. Yeah. How are the um, bass parts written? Um, so John and Sue usually write them together. Um, when we do those ones on off the top, like, you know, the ones that we're kind of just jamming on, Sue just kind of naturally feels out the bass part and goes through it. And then sometimes John will have this, just John's just like a really phenomenal musician in every, like he's good at every instrument. He just has ideas is like maybe try this for me it's like i try to stay out of the bass writing because i'm a bass player too and if i write bass lines to my guitar parts i feel like everything's gonna sound the same mm -hmm. um so i like to have her different take and usually it's just more of an organic feel we just jam on the songs to figure out the bass parts and maybe they have something that they put together before i, I went there mm -hmm. i try to give them as many audio tracks of my songs as possible so they can practice them on their own time Mm -hmm. because as I've gotten older, I realize it's really difficult to meet up with people on a regular basis to practice music, as sad as that is. Even when they're your neighbors? Even when they're your neighbors. We get one night a week, at least. Wow. So, other than that, working jobs and playing in multiple bands is, can be quite exhausting at Time times. Time sink. Mm-hmm. Well, you're making it happen. Yeah, absolutely. And you're playing a show this Thursday. Uh, if you're just tuning in, this is The Local Beat. We are chatting with one out of the three members of the band Noah Cross, who are playing a show at Emerge this Thursday at 8.30, along with Earther, Coastal Pines, and Walter Stanley of Frontside. And he is holding his acoustic guitar, playing stripped-down versions of what you can expect on Thursday I think now is a good a time as ever to... Sweet, yeah. think what song I'm about to play. Okay. Um, let's do this one. This is the one song that we actually have a recording up on Bandcamp. I'm going to play it instead. What's your Bandcamp <laughs> URL? We have a noahcrossnc.bandcamp.com because noahcross.bandcamp.com was taken by a guy whose name was actually Noah Cross, I think. Wow. But he hasn't posted anything since, I think, 2008. Or 2009, so Report he, he stole him. it. <laughs> I probably should. <laughs> I, I thought about it, but I'm, I'm too nice. I mean, you know, I don't want to be that guy who's just like, hey, <laughs> take this down. That's ours. <laughs> <laughs> What's um, the song called? This song actually has a title. Um, this one is called Mirrored. Mirrored? like Mirrored, past... like I'm looking at myself in a mirror and probably not liking what I'm seeing. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I always like what I see. Uh, Good. I went from, okay, never mind. Confidence is good. <laughs>
was Mirror by Noah Cross, the stripped-down version. Um, unplugged. Unplugged <laughs> acoustic. Um, if you'd like to experience the plugged-in version of the music you've been hearing, your opportunity is near. It is this Thursday in downtown Raleigh at Emerge, 300 South McDowell Street, Noah Cross will be headlining along with Earther, Coastal Pines, and Walter Stanley, front side. And it's going to be fun. It's a good lineup there. It's going to be a grand time. I'm very excited. Hopefully everyone else is too. Me too. (laughs) I'm really impressed by the band, like the show poster. Oh yeah, Card of the Cat. Yeah, what's the story behind that? (laughs) Well, 
That Car looks the... like my old couch. Carter the cat presents. Carter the cat is an extraordinary, extraordinary being. Um, he's actually Henry Boyd's cat uh, of Earther, and all the I'm assuming it's Henry's cat. They all live together, um, mm-hmm. and you know, Carter and I kind of really hit it off last time when I played an acoustic show at his place, uh, the Hen House, and <laughs> I mean, we had a scary moment. I accidentally let Carter outside. But he came back in. Good. Um, a good cat. You know, but he was a good cat. He was um, daring, which I admired. He was a good cat? He is a good cat. Okay, He's good. still alive. My bad. <laughs> Didn't mean to use past tense, but thank you for correcting me. Is he a show cat? Is he into the shows? Oh, definitely a show cat, you know. He He's doesn't hide? Very social. Um, yeah, he was a good cat. Actually dedicated that last song to him when I played. What? Yeah, so it's actually fitting that we brought it up Aww. right then. Yeah, I was, I'm just staring at the Facebook event, and I really like it. Yeah, and if people, I guess, forget when this show is and need to look you all up, where can they find you? So we're actually kind of like off the grid right now. We haven't made a Facebook. Well, I have the Facebook, but I haven't published it because it's not much on there. Mm. Um, probably should do that, but... Yeah, you all should go out on a photo shoot. We need to. We don't have like a good photo. I think of the three of us. Mm-hmm. There's photo, good photos of the two, like two of us together, but not all three. Yeah. So we're kind of dropping the ball on that one. But um, you can listen to the music at noacrossnc.bandcamp.com. Um, you can always check our personal Facebook pages. I won't be too afraid to accept your friend request, <laughs> but I might, you know, have to do some background checks. Um, but yeah, Taylor Turner. Uh, I won't give out my band members' full names because I don't feel like I have the right to do that. Yeah, they're not here right now. They're not here right now. I don't have their permission. They're just Sue and John on the radio. Sue and John. Hey, guys. Miss y'all. Hope you're listening. <laughs> I feel like they'd be blowing up somebody's phone if they're listening. Yeah, they're, yeah they'd be group texting. Sue's all about that group text. Oh, Sue loves the group text. It's great. <laughs> she's always the initiator. <laughs> she is. She's a big fan. She's a big advocate of the group text, and it makes sense because she's fantastic at group texting. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's just a fantastic human being overall. Indeed. In my Indeed. opinion. <laughs> so tell me about... What inspires you to be a musician and write all these songs that you're always writing? Um, so I guess, like, what inspired me is funny. Um, I guess I was kind of thinking about this in case you asked the question before I came in. I was like, what is that <laughs> moment when I was like, yeah, man, I really want to do music? Um, and I think it was, like, when I was 15 years old. I think that's how old I was. And I was kind of, like, at that awkward phase in high school when you're trying to find your identity. And... Mm-hmm. I was like playing sports and I was doing musical theater and I was also playing music a little bit. And um, it was like, I remember had this moment I, and I burned my bridge with the, my high school theater department by doing this <laughs> was I was cast in um, a competition play for the NCTC uh, theatrical competition. And then my friend came to me and said, dude, Rage Against the Machine is getting back together and playing a show in New Orleans. And I like look. I was like, "We're going, no doubt, 100%. We're going to see this." <laughs> and it turned out that that was like the same day as our performance for the play. I'd only been in one rehearsal, so I didn't feel that bad about it. But it turned out that people held a grudge about it. Um, and so I like went to them. I was like, "Listen, y'all, I'm gonna have to drop out of the play." And they're like, "Why?" It's like because I have to see 
Rage Against the Machine play a show in New Orleans. And it was that moment I was like, you know what? I was at that show, and I remember, like, it was just such a perfect Rage Against the Machine show. They were, like, 15 to 30 minutes late. Everyone was getting upset. <laughs> and it was, like, you know, at this big kind of festival. It was at Voodoo Fest, which I don't think long- exists anymore. Is this an outdoor venue? It's an outdoor venue. And, um... Just like packed. Oh yeah, thousands of people. I I want to say tens of tens of thousands, but honestly, Uh, I have no idea. Um, Probably they're so big. And I remember like I never experienced anything like this, and it was just like the entire crowd when they came up just erupted, and for about two hours was like moshing, but not scary moshing. It was just like everyone was so excited (laughs) that like. You're just like swaying like back and forth together, and uh-huh. like you. And I'm like 15 years old, and I was like not afraid at any moment. And I remember there was like some hippie guy who we like bonded over before the show, <laughs> and he was from Alabama. We were talking to him, and then you know once the the show went off, like we all kind of got separated because everything happened. And then legitimately at the end of the show, we're all like leaving, and like all like oh my god that was the craziest thing and then all of a sudden we run into this hippie guy again and we just yell at each other there was no nothing else to say we just yell out of excitement and then separate and i was just like this is what i gotta do like i love this this is like it just clicked in there and ever since then it was like i remember in high school i was playing basketball and i missed like a show that i really wanted to see and i was like you know what I'm done with this. I don't. I don't want to miss any shows. So I quit sports. And you I quit was like, sports. I quit in the sports. <laughs> I I still did theater. They let me into the musicals because I could sing at least. But they didn't. <laughs> they held a grudge. I didn't get. You know, yeah, I wasn't man. looked at the same. Honestly, I disappointed a lot of people. Yeah, I was a theater kid in high school. Like, if you flake on a production, that is not cool. It was. Um, yeah, it was almost unforgivable. They didn't look at me the same. I mean, I can't look at you the same. Like, honestly, just like, no, I'm kidding. But I see, I thought I, I got out of it at the very beginning. The kid who replaced me did a great job. He even won the award for best supporting actor. So what? he probably was better than me. Okay. Um, so it was a, it was hidden, a hidden blessing. Yeah. But you know, the thing was, they never cast me in the comedies again. They only cast me in the dramas, which I think was a slight because I'm a terrible dramatic actor. <laughs> Yeah, because they want you to take it seriously for once. I know. I, I don't think I've taken anything seriously in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're teaching you a lesson there. But yep. it was all worth it friend. because you had that really revolutionary moment. Yeah. So, what exa- so was it like the excitement of like being reunited with your new friend? Oh, you mean the Alabama guy? Yeah. No, Alabama guy is just like a fun part of the story. Okay. Um, no, it was just that you felt this... And it's hard to put it into words, but you just have this feeling where everyone's connected. Yeah. And, like, just something as simple as music can bring you together. And how many, all my, almost all my friends that I've made throughout my life, we have the connection of music. Mm-hmm. And so many of my friends are musicians, and you just sit there, and you love talking to them about, you know, what music that they're, they're into, what's inspired them, because everyone's got something different. Mm-hmm. And... It just, it was a way of like, you know, when you're around that age, you're just trying to find your identity, trying to find your group. And it just really helped me find a way to bond with people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Music is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I just love music and I, I love writing music because like, I just like go sitting home playing guitar and writing songs. And, you know, if I've, and sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't, but like you have this great feeling when you finished a song and then you hear it back on record. It's, 
it's it's kind of an overwhelming thing. Like I said, I struggle to put things into words sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's it's just an awesome feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just a little distracted because Kasue has started a group chat. I, I noticed that. I saw all uh, of us in the room right now. She says you can get my name. All right, her name is Sue Edelberg. You find her on Facebook. Sue. Hey, Sue. <laughs> John's listening, listening too, but he's driving. Oh, cool. They're all so listening. John, so, y'all get in here. They're here via text. We've got 20 minutes left. Please, I need you. Oh my I'm running out of material. Taylor, he's running dry. He needs your uh, harmonics. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Come Where harmonize. does Sue work? Oh, she works at. Uh, I can't. I, Somewhere really. I'm sorry, an adult. Sue. She works at a. Um, it's like a law place. She's a paralegal. A law firm, but yeah. which city? She is in, in Raleigh, I think. Oh, so she has no excuses. She deals with prisoners. She like hel- prisoner she helps stuff. them she, yeah, get jobs. Yeah, she does like. I think she also does like prisoner complaints. Sue, text me because I'm not 100 percent sure. I know you've told me many times. But Sue is a paralegal. That's right. That is the her official title. Sue, you're such an adult. Paralegal and bassist. Mm-hmm. Teach me your ways. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, Sue, I had no clue you played bass. I'm trying to learn how to play bass right now. Love it if you gave me some. Sue can't even respond right now. Tutorials. Yeah, I know this is a one way, but she's texting. <laughs> she said you're right. Responding. Prisoner legal service. All right, there uh, we go. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Well, there's like an eight second delay, so her responses will be a little delayed to uh, our one sided conversation. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. That's got to be quite an experience, you know, having a conversation with someone who's on the radio, but they can't actually talk. They're just texting you. <laughs> Wait, she said something. Sorry to everyone else who's listening on our conversation. Uh, she does prison conditions complaints. Very okay. cool. Yeah, nice job, Sue. That's a powerful job. Honestly, th- it really needs to happen. There are I would feel good being in that position. Yeah, I'm sure it's really draining, too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Sue has played guitar since she was 13 years old. So I guess bass is new. Oh, she started playing bass a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like she's reading my mind. She really is. And she says, she, thank you. I don't know why she said thank you. We're giving we're giving <laughs> Sue's rundown. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're definitely really going off track. But we are currently having a one-sided conversation with another member of the band, Noah Cross, along with the lead, Taylor Turner. Okay, you know, I remember that because I thought of Timmy Turner from Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, that's fair. Very so fair. So that's how I know. When I... When I was a kid and Fairly Odd Parents came out and I was watching, I was like, oh man, there's going to be a lot of Timmy Turner jokes throughout my life. <laughs> Luckily, there were not that many. I was really shocked. But uh, It's come back to haunt you. Perhaps it might be coming back. <laughs> the TT, you know. Yeah. It's honestly a really nice name. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, we are talking to TT. He is <laughs> Tim. You almost <laughs> call me Timmy Turner. <laughs> Timmy. Timmy Turner. Um... From Noah Cross, they will be playing. Noah Cross is comprised of Taylor, Sue, and John. Hey guys, they're gonna be playing on Thursday at Emerge at eight thirty. Starts early because it's four acts. It's gonna be Noah Cross, Earther, Coastal Pines, and Walt Stanley of Frontside. I hope you're also listening, Walt. Walt's a nice guy. We had Walton once. Oh, yeah, we did. We had all the boys did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The front FS. The FS, FS crew. Mm-hmm. Well, the front side boys. Front we, side boys now. Front side were, boys almost sounds like an 80s or 90s band. 
Yeah, they need to add boy. They need to say frontside boys. I feel mm-hmm. like that's like a lot. Frontside of what? Frontside. It's, it's open to interpretation. You can fill in the blank yourself. The frontside boys. I guess it's like the boys. I'm imagining guys like hanging out on the stoop because it's like the front side of the house. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining they, like a boy band though, like Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. I was going to say 80s boy band, but it could also be like they're on the stoop and they're also maybe skaters because they do the front side. Yeah. You know, trick. I think that's a trick. Oh, I don't skate for. Oh, that's a skate trick? Yeah, I think so. Well, so, if it isn't, we'll make one. Exactly. They're the front side boys and then they happen to break into song from time to time, you know? Dude, I could totally imagine front side, like boys of front side, uh, skateboarding around you got the skater vibes yeah no sorry walt <laughs> i'm honest they probably skated as children or, i tried to skate i feel like everyone really tried to skate because it seemed like the cool thing to do i know i did they make I tried to so... longboard oh wow yeah that didn't last long Mm-hmm. It looks so easy, but then you get on there and you're shaking. You just can't balance. So that's just me. I don't know about you. Guys. I just fell a lot, and I kind of got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get a lot of scabs, and I'm kind of, I'll watch people do it. Ew. Yeah, road, road burn mm-hmm. is for real. I remember on my 13th birthday, I was riding a skateboard, and I like my foot slid out from under me, and like I totally like got road rash on my like knee. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm just done. Uh, I'm just, it's not for me. I'm too tall and awkward." Oh my gosh, that makes me <laughs> yeah. think of this time that I was playing with my dad's power washer and I <laughs> power washed. That my already foot. sounds bad. <laughs> my foot. Oh god. Stop very, it, power washer. Very bad visuals. <laughs> what a terrible injury to have. Because it's like, what are you supposed to do to that? Yeah. Just cry. Yeah. I can't really imagine what that did to your foot, but I kind of don't. Yeah, you don't want to know. It pretty Mm -hmm. much just, like, dug a hole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) I don't know. Would you just, like, have it soak in a tub for a while? No. Why would you add more water to a power wash? Oh, I guess you're right. Why did the little sparrow want to play with a power washer in the first place? It's so fun, like, making patterns, like, on the concrete. And also, I was just doing chores. My dad, like, made me do stuff like that. Power washing is kind of fun, though. It's something therapeutic about it. You're just, you're seeing your progress made. Yeah. You know? And um, it's like such a drastic change, and there's nothing else you can do to concrete to clean. I just it. smell bleach. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I guess people do add bleach. I don't think there was bleach added that time. Just a natural power wash. Yeah, it, ugh, so much. Yeah, my I had to wrap it up. I had to wrap my foot up. It's a like, good thing there. You don't want bleach in that. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm glad there was no bleach there. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyways, now that we've given all the listeners some horrible imagery for their day mm-hmm. yeah um, how about you're me? welcome everyone <laughs> do you have more i do songs? i can play one that won't be at the show it's um this will be this is an acoustic song um and this will be on the album as well i think this one does have a title too um Ooh. right now we're thinking it's gonna be catching trains Catching trains, catching trains. All right, y'all. This is the local B on 88.1. You are about to hear some No Cross live just for you. This is Catching Trains. (laughs) 
gone too far. Reminisce on peaceful times like echoes in our Presentation never shows my new details, hiding unflattering wants. Innate devotion becomes our greatest downfall, punished for being. Thank that you. Was 
live if you're just tuning in the song catching trains by noah cross which is not the name of the person who was just singing that was taylor their band is just called noah cross easily confused or easy easy thing to confuse Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i was trying to say i really appreciate you clarifying (laughs) because i've had multiple people come and be like hey noah how's it going it's like oh i'm taylor Nice to meet you. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of set myself up for that one though. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, you should no just change it to Noah's Cross. Noah's Cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Perhaps. they would probably still be like, "Hey, Noah." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why is your cross? Are you Catholic? Yeah. <laughs> well, so, so okay, let's do this. Noah Cross is a band, a trio. John, Sue, and Taylor, who you're just hearing, he's been playing a stripped down set. For you all, um, if you're interested in hearing the full electric plugged-in sound, they will be playing this Thursday at Emerge with Earther, Coastal Pines, and Walter Stanley. Show starts 8.30. Mm-hmm. Or I guess the doors are open. Door, yeah, doors, doors at 8.30, are 8.30. show at 9. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a very lovely show poster, which you can find on Facebook.com. Um, I guess... Presented by Carter the Cat. Yeah, it's hosted by Earther, so I guess if you go on Earther's Facebook page or Frontside's Facebook page or Emerge's Facebook page, you'll be able to find it there. Um, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, you can search it. or um, Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Every band is fantastic, and you know, they have all their music up on the internet, except for Earther, who have not sit- posted their music yet. And Henry, you still need to send me those rough mixes because I've been waiting on them because they sound awesome. Henry, come on. <laughs> but Hope you're listening. That band's fantastic. Walter is fantastic. Coastal Pines is fantastic. It's going to be a fantastic night. Noah Cross is fantastic. We are. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I just didn't want to say it myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that I've said it, you're allowed to accept it. Fantastic. <laughs> so what's the what's the name of your soon-to-be-released album? So we have an album coming out um, at some point in time, hopefully over the summer. It's going to be Everything Imagined Was All the Same. Mm, I really like that. Thank you. Title. Why, how did you guys come up with that? Um, I was laying in bed. That was when I came up with the idea to make all the song titles poem, like a, make into a poem. And I that's usually, I don't know what it is. I feel like a lot of people have their best ideas while laying down in bed mm-hmm. in the period of time when you're trying to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Your mind is racing, so you can't go to sleep, and then exactly. you're really tired the next day. Exactly. And so, once again, the benefit of having, you know, sometimes these can be a crux and you look at them too much, but having a cell phone <laughs> made it so I could write down all the notes. And so that was like I wrote out the poems, and then at the end I wrote everything imagined was all the same. Wow, look at you. Yeah. And I felt like it worked well with the concept of the album because a lot of these the lyrical writing technique I had was to not go into a song with like, this song is going to be about this certain thing. I was just going to let the song kind of come organically. Mm -hmm. And then what I found was all the songs kind of turned out to be about the same thing, which (laughs) is, you know, I started writing them when I graduated from college. And in that period of time, when you're trying to figure out what you want to do and you're kind of realizing all the good things and the negative things in life. Um, And so it's talking about like losing relationships um, and, you know, not being able to spend as much time with your friends or family and then also kind of trying to figure out what you want to do, what you're about and trying to find yourself. And so it turned out, even though I was not intending to write sad songs about myself and my 
you know, coming of age. That's what it turned out to be. So I felt like when I came up with that album title, it just really clicked for me. And uh, so hopefully everyone enjoys listening to songs of me kind of being somewhat sorrowful, but at the same time, <laughs> it's positive too. It's a positive outlook on those things. Great. Well, uh, we got about two minutes two here. Min- so do you have any last words for our listeners? I just want to say thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all so much for having me. This is a lot of fun. Of course. And thank you for letting me ramble. I know it's sometimes hard to have just the single person rambling on and on. <laughs> um, sorry that we got into some dark subjects like pressure washing wounds and <laughs> road rash from skateboarding. But hopefully you learn from our mistakes and you don't repeat them. And I had a fantastic time. And Thursday night, there will be a very fun show. That you can come to, you cannot go to. It is a school night, so we all do the best we can and just keep on keeping on, in mm-hmm. the words of Joe Dirt. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been The Local Bee on 88.1 WKNC. Tune in next week.